everybody, and welcome back to the I Don't Know Running podcast, where we share our experiences that make running fun and sometimes not so fun. I'm Lewis, and I'm a self-admitted lazy ultra runner. And I'm Mitch. I am booking up for the weight loss competition in January. <laughs> Bulking or booking? Bulking. Bulking. I'm definitely, yep. I've been, you know, I don't know if I've talked about this. I bought a smoker. Yeah, you, we have not talked about this, but man. I have been smoking everything. So I made my own bacon. We did, I've been meatloaf twice. That is fantastic in a smoker. You smoked. And I did a pie. Pie? I did a, a, a key lime pie in there. It's really good. What did you, you smoked like Chex Mix or Chex something? Chex Mix too. And Tammy's <laughs> fighting me on that. She said I can't smoke the next Everything? Chex Mix. Yeah. <laughs> I love pickles. Have you smoked pickles yet? Not yet. That's a good idea. I would maybe um, pie, huh? Yeah, key lime pie, and that was good. It was. I thought it was fantastic. It's interesting. Yeah, you you got a smoker like and have been sending me pictures, and it makes me hungry. Well, it makes me frustrated that I'm not doing it because <laughs> I have a smoker. Although yours is, I looked at your well, not yours. I looked at the smaller version, the mm-hmm. tailgate one or whatever. And because it's a pellet style, and it is it so is, easy, it's almost set it and forget it. Yeah, yeah. And I got some those uh, wireless thermometers. It all goes to my phone. That is, yeah. And it Man. just the thermometer. It it tells you when it's done based on temperature. Easy. It couldn't be more easy. Yeah, I need to. I need to relook at that because I. I mean, I like my smoker. I've done a lot of things in it, but. It's more. It's a lot of work. I mean, it is a fair amount of this work. This is no work. It's like easy, you got to clean. It's easier it. than grilling. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I mean, you got to clean. The, the yeah, cleanup but, can be, but basically, you just take when you're done. You just take the grates out. That's. I mean, I need a bigger sink. That would be good. But don't you, don't you have one outside? A I, sink? I don't. Oh, I thought you had one in your garage there. But I just take and you vacuum out all the ash out of the bottom, and you just have a. Uh, a Done. shot back, and you're you're good to go again. Next round, and there's a gate you can change your pellets, so you can change like if you want a light smoke, a dark smoke, or like a heavier smoke. But my next thing, I want to do. Um, I think I want to do prime rib, and I want to do a double smoked ham. But double smoked ham, huh? buy a ham that's already smoked, and then do it in the smoker. Oh, and gotcha. It. I'm hmm. seeing stuff pop up all over. YouTube is an amazing thing. Yeah, it is. I tell you, <laughs> it is a great place to get it, it, uh, motivation to do that stuff and mm-hmm. just find recipes and how-tos on how to do all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so welcome to the I Don't Know Smoking podcast. Yeah. Um, less running, more, more eating. eating. Yeah. Yeah. Hope you enjoy this content. We're bringing this and, and other or, recipes. Or this is why I run. Yeah, yeah. This this is why I run podcast. But yeah, uh, no. Um, we did. We do want to talk about running this week. Yeah. Specifically, uh, some things that you and I have both been dealing with. Me longer. Uh, you more recently over and, the last year. And everybody around us. Yeah. True. I think everybody like. My wife True. is my not, wife. Yeah. Yeah. My wife Both. has not run much, maybe a couple miles since we did the Missoula marathon and half. Yeah. And she needs to get back into it. Or, you know, she's told me that because 
you know, different things. She's like, I don't know what it is. I'm just not motivated. Her, yeah. her running partner has been injured. So I think that's been part of the problem, uh, too. So yeah. just the motivation to sense. get back out. Yeah. So we want to talk about how to get started, but also how to get back into Which running. are almost the same thing. Almost identical. The only thing is it's more, I would say, more dangerous to get back into it. Right, because um, when you're just starting out, you might get uncomfortable and then back off, which is the right thing to do. When we think we know better, yeah, we'll just keep going because, hey, you know, I can run 10 miles in the first day, and then we really do some damage, it seems like. Yeah, or can, oftentimes will. Yeah, and like what we talked about just before this, there's, you know, different people can handle different things. Some people can do that. Not everybody yeah. can. Not many can, I would say. I would say the vast majority can't. And so it's better to err on the side of caution and and not jump out there and do whatever you think you can do just because you've done it before. And that's the dangerous part is mentally part of the uh, getting started with running. And you hear this a lot is it's so mental. Mm-hmm. Running is so mental. And once you've trained yourself up mentally to go, well, I've ran a marathon. So you start off and you're like, well, I can go out there and run six miles. No no big deal. And you can. Some people can. Most of the time. Uh, like well, I can do it. Yeah. But a lot of people can't. You're going to get hurt. Uh, it, depending on where you're at. You know, if you have completely reset to, to square one, you're better off starting off at like a right. three or four miler. Well, know? you know, my, that mental side of it. I, I ran a marathon with no training. When was that? Not October, I guess. Yeah. Like I didn't run in like four or six weeks. It was a hard recovery from that. Yeah. <laughs> I did it. It hurts. It hurts. <laughs> a marathon's still a marathon. No, no matter. The distance is the distance. Right. Uh, so yeah, we just wanted to kind of, uh, you know, we have a lot of people that listen to this podcast that are experienced runners and that's, that's great. We also have people that are not experienced mm-hmm. runners. And hopefully this is getting shared with people that aren't even runners, but that maybe want to get into running. And so we just want to kind of go down a laundry list of, hey, if you want to get into running, this is what you should be looking at. The, we've we've been there and walked through this before. You especially have walked through a lot of these. Uh, it's been... Because of your introduction. Yeah, it. it's been months. This this year has been a rough year. Well, I mean your, your start. Right. When you first started, you... See, and this is something that you and I talked about before. When you got one of the first things uh, Mitch and I talked about putting this together was if you're training for a 5K, do you go visit the local running store? Mitch's Mitch's thought was yes, because you had issues. You immediately had issues with the shoes that you had. Right. And I was just on, before I even thought about running, I was on a weight loss competition at work that turned out to start all this madness. And I was only walking. I was walking to get exercise with the neighbors, and I was just wearing street shoes, like not even athletic shoes. I tore the crap out of the back of my feet. Like I had blisters, and I think I could have prevented that by having decent shoes, just out walking. And I think I think that matters. And, and, and you come from a place where I think you can use any shoe for a 5K. Yeah, and I, I said... I don't think you need to for a 5K, but I also come from a place where I am fortunate in that I can wear most any any shoe. I'm pretty neutral in the sh- in the shoe and my pronation and all of that. That I can generally speaking run in just about 
any shoe that doesn't have an extreme like fix to it where people are over or under pronated. I think that's what it is, right? Yeah. Where they go check you out. Yeah. Um, and I found out actually, you know, and it's interesting. I say that I think for a 5k, I would be okay. But when I was training for, I believe it was an 8k, I was running in a A6 gel Nimbus or something like that. And they're actually a, well, whatever they were doing was opposite of it. If I needed anything, it would have been opposite of what those shoes were giving me. And they were causing me some issues. So, I mean, I, so the reason I thought of, no, don't, don't worry about it. Don't go to the local running store. The only reason I say that is because I think if that's a, an obstacle for you to get out there, don't let that be an obstacle. Yeah, I hear get that out there. because I, I think that we can make too many excuses yes. for ourselves. Yep. So that that's a good point. I know when I was on the treadmill, like I was starting to walk, and that's where I started. If I wore a pair of tennis shoes, um, and I just remember wearing like a regular cotton T-shirt, and I shaved the crap out of myself, <laughs> you know, just going a couple miles. Yeah. So I, I come from a place where I think it's important to have the right gear. What I end up doing, and, you know, the embarrassing story I think I've told before is walking on that treadmill in my underwear, basically, just... <laughs> <laughs> in order to get in the... the... I, I was in my own house, so yeah. if somebody wanted to look in the windows, I guess that's on them. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, shouldn't be creeping in people's windows. <laughs> yeah, teach you a lesson. Yeah. Don't look at me. <laughs> but um, I just think it, I think it matters. And I, when I bought better equipment, I could tell... When I finally purchased a pair of shoes, it was like night and day for me. But I'm a heavy guy. You know, and you think about it, when I first started walking on a treadmill, I, I weighed probably 280 pounds. Yeah. So big difference. Yeah, there's a big difference there. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I, I, so, yeah, it is important. I would say it is good if there's excitement behind it. I think anytime you get new gear, that's exciting, at least mm-hmm. to me. I, I love it. getting a new pair of shoes, a new pair of a new running coat or shirt or it's more whatever. technology. I love technology. technology. Love it. So if that's a motivation for you, I would say go do it. Go check out or, the local running store and have them fit you. Or a way to treat yourself, you know, like as you progress. Yeah. Because really, you know, you need to start out slow. And what's that look like? You know, I did couch to five K. Yeah. And it is an awesome program. You can actually, if you have technology or your phone, you can download it to your phone. It'll tell you when to go and stop. Yeah, and there are so many things free that you can do that with now. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to pay for that stuff. Right. And and a lot of those, for the beginner and for the 5 and 10K, they really can fit a broad uh, audience. And what it tells you, even if you read it, is if you have a tough week, do that week over again. Yeah. You don't have to progress that quickly. Yeah. So, yeah. So, one of the things you can do is visit your local running store. I would say do it if it's not an obstacle. If it's an obstacle, don't worry about it. Throw the shoes on that you have and go get out the door and start start running or run, run walking. Yeah, that's a popular start. Uh, the next thing would be start slow. We kind of touched on this. Start slow and listen to your body. So this this doesn't matter if you are just starting out running or if you're coming to trying back. to trying to come back. If you're coming back, you probably have the equipment. You know how important good equipment is. You, but I think that's where we make the mistake is when we think we know better, 
is we do too much. Like we're going to go out and I've been doing this lately. So I was out there and I was listening to Terrence. I was doing the three, three, three. I start creeping up four, four, four. And he says, ah, maybe it's time to do the three, five, eight. My knees feel decent because I've been having a knee problem. And then I go out and I do six, I think. And I'm talking to my running friends and I'm like, Hey, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to get up to the eight that we did every day before here pretty quick. Come back, take a shower, get ready for work. Everything's fine. You know, when, when you have issues, tying your shoes can be a problem. So I tied my shoes. I didn't have a problem. I go to get in my truck to go to work and my back is like out. Ugh. Like I, I wasn't even comfortable. I was like, how did I go through all of that? And then my body's telling me, I think you did too much. Wow. So I had to back off again. So I've been just starting to get back out there. I took another week off and trying to get back out. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, starting slow, that's a, that's a given, especially if you're new. Um, some of, some, uh, uh, of, some of the people hearing this may be a very aggressive type A personality where they're just going to get guess. after it. I would caution and just say, uh, depending on your, especially depending on your age, youth can definitely cover, a a lot of things, uh, cover up a lot of things, or, or you can get away with a lot the, the more youthful you are. Uh, but for um, for us a little older, uh, yeah, I would say definitely be careful, go slow, and there's lots of time. Uh, it does not take long. Once you go down the road of building up, it doesn't take long to get up to a, you know, whatever distance you want. It really doesn't, but it just seems like... And I talked to you about this, just the holidays and then the darkness. And it's a oh, tough yeah. time of year yeah. to be motivated. Mm-hmm. So it's like getting out and it's like, I call it a win if I can get out for three or four miles right now. Yeah. Just, just where I've been. So yeah, it's been good. It, it hasn't been a help. And I, I have a, I have a thousand excuses. I use every single one of them. <laughs> but it has, it is tough when you <laughs> want to get out the door at five o'clock and it's already dark. Yeah. That sucks. Well, would you say your your new excuse as we were running this morning, we ran by and, oh, that shed looks pretty good back there. That'd be, <laughs> when I have to paint that trim, that'll be my next excuse. That's yeah. what you said. I use everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, and we did say listen to your body. I would say, you know, more from the coming back from injury side of things. But even if you're new, you know, if something's a twinge and it doesn't feel right, Listen to your body. It does not, it doesn't gain you anything by pushing through. It's true, but it's just such a hard, you know, trying to figure out if it's just a twinge or if it's an actual injury sometimes. But I know, I can tell I picked up the miles this week. I am sore. I'm going to be uncomfortable. Yeah, there's a difference. You got to be okay with it. There's a difference between sore and you know that, like, if your back said something to you, you would listen. Yep. just your legs being sore or you being uncomfortable because you're a little bit tired, that's different, you know? So yeah, understand, learn to understand what your body's telling you and listen to it. Like don't push through something that you know is be- an issue. Because building up your miles, soreness is good. You're yeah. you're rebuilding. So yeah. it's good. Yeah, and I would say our experience and what we are talking about is purely from experience. 
it's not from we went to school and learned a whole bunch. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what we leave up to the, the experts. S- school of getting off your butt. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's there's two different things here. The the the, the minds the mindset of the experienced runner is definitely one of you. You understand a lot. The one that doesn't, the one that's just getting started, you're going to be sore a little bit. So just just be sure to listen to that. Um, if you're coming back from injury, get looked at if you got to get looked at. Have that injury checked out. So when are you going in? So here's the thing. <laughs> I've got – here's the thing. Brian getting into Western States has made me think, goodness, what do, what do I do? Because, I mean, I'm going to have to go get looked at. I, I, I'm going to have to go get my knee checked out. And if they're telling me that it is a whatever, we'll schedule you for surgery in two months because it's not going to be lickety split, you know. So if I go get looked at in January, I mean, it's going to be March before I get a surgery. I'm just guessing. April, May, June, that leaves me three months to be ready to go to recover and train to be ready to go to pace Brian. Now that's if I were to pace. Now, if I, I don't have to pace. Um, I would imagine, I would guess he wouldn't mind a pacer for a couple of those sections, which would be like 17 or 15. My goal would be depending on who he ends up having go. I was actually hoping to pace for like a big chunk of the back end, like from forest Hill on Mm. in because it depends on who goes. Uh, and it depends on family dynamics for him. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, because Ashley will go, but I'm hoping, pretty sure they'll have the baby with them. So someone, so you, maybe you'll babysit while she's. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I, I'm hopeful that they have be, more more dynamics than that. But we'll he'll be see. Like two. Yeah, it'll be fine. Uh, he won't need that much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we'll we'll see if he ends up having another pacer go. Maybe he won't even need me to pace, and I'll just be crew, which would be fine, too. I would be fine with that. But it depends on who he has go and what he wants from me. Mm-hmm. I may delay, or I might have to get it done just so I can actually do it. That's mm-hmm. the other thing I was thinking. What happens if I really can't run trails because the knee just gives out too much? Right. Well, then that's a whole different issue. I might have to get on it and get that thing done and get ready. So I don't know. The nice thing is... At that stage of the race, he's not going fast. He's not going super fast. No. <laughs> or if he is, great. Then, Go and knock it out. Yeah. And uh, I'll get picked up later. <laughs> <laughs> so so we'll see. So I don't know. All that to say, I'm not 100% sure yet. I got I to gotta figure that out. Uh, but right. I do want to go get looked at. But anyway, yeah, go get looked at. Pay attention to that injury if you're coming back from injury. And, and don't ignore it and just think, oh, yeah, it's healed. Because it takes, it takes a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next thing would be just find your motivation. So from a new runner's standpoint, the, the motivation is probably just getting into running and or a race. Somebody has talked to you about a race or you've seen somebody that did a race or you saw a video of a race and you want to do that race. That's great. Find your motivation. But make sure you give yourself enough time. Yeah. Like don't pick something that's ridiculous that you think you're going to do in a month. I want to do a half marathon next week. Well, you've done that. Well, yeah. <laughs> it was like eight days. or <laughs> I don't know what it was, but it was way fast. It was way too quick. I got hurt. Yeah. 
That that's I mean, there's a perfect perfect example. I ended up I ended up with a horrible IT band issue out of that. So uh, my wife and um, daughter have signed up for a 10K coming up in um, more a weekend for Bayshore. So they're doing Bayshore. I think that's far enough out. But she has not run hardly at all since the end of June. <laughs> that's when is uh, March, April? When is that? May, April? It's May. May. It's the end of May. Oh, yeah, May. Yeah. That's time. She's got time. Right. Just got to start. But she's got to start. Yeah. Got to get on it. Yeah. So, yeah, find your motivation. For some people, it might be running in a group. If you're a, a new runner coming back from injury and you stepped away, and you probably stepped away from the group because Mitch can talk about this, it's hard when you're injured to stay uh, active in a group when you're bummed because yeah. you can't run. These guys have been really good about that. Like, I start with them, and then we do have a turnoff, and I just, if I'm doing three, I do that little turnoff, and I can get three in. Yeah. I've been pushing it and going to four. Um, I know they're running faster than me. I guess they do their tempo after I just, <laughs> I, I, I'm the warm-up. So, yeah, and it, it, it is. It's tough to think, like, well, I'm slowing them down. I guess I've slowed down enough for them that they don't, it doesn't bother them. So yeah. they, they've been decent about it. Yeah, so find your motivation. Get get connected with that. If it's running in a community, running in a group, do it. Get get uh, get uh, into a group and get back and in, into running. So many races out there. Yeah, you know, like we were talking about that. Just all of the races that are coming up anyway. Just in this area, there's a lot more than you think there is. Yeah, and that's a perfect example for me, as I know I need a race. On the calendar. That's that's what motivates me. I love running. I love everything about it. But the motivation that gets me out the door is knowing I have a race on the calendar. Yeah. You know, I mean, we talked about that. Like, I know that the, the winter challenge is coming up. You can do a 50K in a couple of weeks. That's um, a little bit quick. Didn't we? What, let's go back. Let's go back a couple of notes here. Oh, that, <laughs> the that's goal, too soon? Uh, yeah. I was, realistic goals. I was talking for you. Oh, well, no. <laughs> yeah. Groundhog is coming up. I mean, that's coming I know, up. Groundhog and, half, maybe. I think thought about that. Groundhog half. And then we'll get into some other goals. Yeah. Right. We'll get into some other goals. I'm trying to push you. I know. Too much, probably. But mine is signing up for races. Whatever your motivation is, find it and do for it. For me, it's travel. I like, I like to travel for races. And that's not always an option for everybody with vacation time and just the cost of it. But that, that does motivate me. Like, and go you're looking at next year. You're, mm-hmm. you're getting some plans in place that that is going to set that motivation to to get out the door, stay healthy, get everything in place so that you can actually get your training in for these? Yeah, so far I'm only pacing, so that's all I've got signed up for. Uh, yeah, and then we kind of touched on this, but it is a note I made. Just pay attention to how, how you feel on your run, and that does mean if you're a little bit sore, mm-hmm. um, a little bit sore is okay if you're new, um, but be okay with cutting runs short too. Um, as a new runner, if you're training for it doesn't matter the distance. Let's say you're training for a 5K, and that that 5K training plan says you're supposed to run two miles. If it's just a bad day and you've had a rough week, and you're just at wit's end, and you can only get in a mile and a half, that's okay. We beat ourselves up over We that, beat though. ourselves up and we think, I can't do this. I'm a failure, whatever. 
No, that's how training plans work. I mean, it's just they're meant to push you. They're meant to to build you up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just you got to be okay to understand or, or just understand that the training plans are not a rock solid. If you don't do this, you're not going to complete your goal. So the training plans are just a, a guide to help get you there. Sometimes you got to fluctuate with that uh, with that training plan. Yeah, we, we said have a realistic goal, time, frame. Uh, make sure you, you give yourself enough time for whatever race that you're going to sign up for, whatever goal you set, for yourself, set, yourself, uh, set for yourself. And, uh, yeah, and, and have goals. Have goals that are going to keep you motivated. And for us, we have a ton of goals for next year. Right. Right. Um, I'm kind of, yeah. From, from races, but also for the podcast, uh, we're setting some, some goals, uh, for ourselves, Uh, and for me, it's going to be, uh, getting some races on the calendar. Yeah. I mean, you're kind of stuck. I'm, you know, in the, the, like, what do I do right now? Cause I know you talked about an ultra next year, but depending on how things go, Right. When I get my knee looked at. Right. But I, I am planning to sign up for some races. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a couple I'm looking at. And uh, actually, on the next episode, next week's episode, we're going to talk about some of those. You're going to talk about a couple of yours. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go over goals for the podcast and also recap what the what the podcast looked like in 2023. Yeah. Because we took some time off. Yeah. But I was really excited about what I, the stats that we saw, even given the time that we took off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I had nothing. So, so yeah, so we're going to go over that on the next episode. Uh, be looking for that. But yeah, we wanted to just kind of touch on some of these simple things that either get you into running, get you out the door, get you started. Because from a, a new runner's perspective, it can be overwhelming. It can be intimidating, uh, especially if you've picked like a half marathon as your distance. I think 5Ks and 10Ks are pretty non-intimidating for most people. Uh, I think they're very, you know, something that people can grasp and think, oh yeah, I can get there. But I would I would say anybody can do a half even. I mean, it just takes just being disciplined, getting out the door, uh, something that I'm not good at. I Even a full, I really yeah, think. Yeah, I would say so too. I think anybody can do a full. It, it's just I think where people get stuck, and I don't think about that, is the time commitment for the training. Because it really it just means like every Saturday you're out there for a long run, just you got three hours at any given Saturday that you're going to be kind of out. Yeah. And I would say and that's what I do for fun though. So I don't yeah, think about that's that way. yours is a little bit different, but I, I, and I would say that it's, it's everything, just like anything in life, it's all about perspective. Mm-hmm. You, when, when you're training for your first marathon, it seems overwhelming some of those Saturdays, but then you start training for an ultra and, and those then Saturdays you're doing- seem, seem easy. And then you train, you start getting into the triathlon world and man, training for a marathon is is easy compared to that. Compared yeah, because when I was because, training for an ultra, it was back to back 
Saturday, Sunday. Saturday, Sunday has become really long, really long. And even your midweeks. Yeah. I mean, you're just putting in some big mileage. So it's all perspective. And, the you know, you, you a 5K training for the first marathon, it looks overwhelming. I, and then they, they look back at the 5K, and that was easy. Yeah, you think about it, though, even – like a 5k to think it can be overwhelming too. Like if you yeah. haven't ever done it for the first, yeah. For the mm-hmm. first timer. And I would say that too, you know, one of the things that I remember and I would put this out as a little tip or just a something to remember the first time you're training for whatever you're training for a good. So for an example, training for my first half marathon, when I got up to, let's say, I don't know, six or seven miles, it might seem daunting to go, oh my gosh, they want me to run eight miles next week. I've never ran that before. And But if you break it down and you go, well, I ran seven this week, that is only one mile. I can run one mile in my sleep now, right? Mm-hmm. So you just got to tell yourself it's, again, the perspective game. Uh, it's only a mile. Mm-hmm. That's nothing. When you're training and you start building up those miles – break it down into that last piece that they have you increase, it's a short little piece they're increasing. The cliche part is like the worst part is getting out the door. It's, that's the truth. It really it. is, yeah. 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 So, yeah, hopefully those things can help uh, motivate the new runner, motivate the guy or gal getting back out there after injury. And we really do want to make sure that people are able to do it in a successful way keep them motivated and and hopefully in some way you can pick up a tidbit about, you know, something here today that helps keep you motivated, keeps you out the door and keeps you training for the next whatever race you're doing or whatever run you want to do. It doesn't have to be a race. It could be rim to rim to rim, which isn't a race. Yeah. But it's a, it's a goal. Yeah. So maybe, maybe we'll take that to the next level at some point and say, you know what, you've been doing the same old, same old, what are you going to do to challenge yourself? And yeah. make it exciting again. That will be yeah. the we'll we'll do an episode on that too. Just about doing good point. Stupid stuff. I was like, looking at I was looking at Barclay uh fall the Barclay Fall, what is that? The Bar- the Fall Classic. Fall Classic. Mm-hmm. I was looking at a write up on that today and I thought, man. We'll do an episode. It's gonna be what is gonna be your new stupid. Yeah. That'd be a good one. Because we all have those. Yeah. Yeah, I miss. I, I think that'll I, be fun. I miss. I miss the when you're sitting around with your buddies and you're like that challenge, and then the yeah. next thing you know, you're signed up People for the, the stupidest and, race in the yeah. world. Or let's go yeah. do this. This seems like a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> that gets me excited. That's what's got me here. <laughs> uh-huh. What I've done so far, and looking at looking at next year. Yeah. Well, good. Hopefully. Again, hopefully you guys can take something away from this and apply it to whatever it is you're applying to or share this with somebody that's new. Hopefully not just this podcast, but one of the podcasts that we've shared in the in the past and podcasts that we share going forward or you get connected with any podcast. Just get connected with a podcast that motivates you, gets you out the door and gets you running. Mm-hmm. It's a great sport uh, to be involved with. It's a great community to be, to be involved with. So share this with somebody that's either thinking about getting into running, they're starting their first 5K, building up to their first marathon or ultra or whatever, and hopefully this just provides some motivation and some guidance. And our, our voices are very soothing on your so run. So soothing. So just, you know, <laughs> put in the headphones, 
listen to us on the run, it'll, we'll get you through. Get you through. <laughs> but yeah, check us out on Facebook. Check us out on YouTube. Uh, check us out on your favorite listening platform for podcasts. Like, share, subscribe. Give us a comment. Tell us about your your takeaways from your first uh, whatever run goal, 5K, 10K, mm-hmm. half. Tell, tell us about the snafus that you ran into. The biggest yeah. snafus. Yeah. Or our biggest learnings. I uh, would love to hear about that. Shoot us an email, make a comment, whatever. But uh, yeah, with that, that's going to wrap up this week's episode of the I Don't Know Running Podcast. Be sure to tune in next time as we share more about what we just don't know. Until then, happy running.